0: snap crackle pop mental michigan here and today we're gonna talk about religion and religion's role in the formation of society and how it affects our daily lives and that kind of stuff so, if this topic is going to offend you, if you are a super religious person, super stuck in the belief, and don't want to think about things in any other way, then this particular episode is probably not for you. Anyway, I'm going to play this really rad theme song, and we will get to the podcast. Michigan is mental. Michigan is Mental, Mental Michigan, Mental Michigan, Mental Michigan. Okay, just to make it clear, today we will be talking about religion and not spirituality. You want to know the difference between religion and spirituality? The difference is spirituality is a practice in which enriches self-discovery, finding your own answers that kind of stuff, while religion is the practice of an idea system. So that is the difference between religion and spirituality. In all honesty, religion has more in common with a philosophy than it does an answer to life. Most religions are, what they are, are they're belief systems. Belief systems that are written by man and distributed by man. Let's take the Bible, for example. How many times do you think the Bible was translated over and over again until we ultimately have the copy of it that we do today? You ever play that game at school called Telephone where everyone sits in a circle and a message is spread around and by the end of it, when everyone says what they think the message is, it is completely different than the original message. Over time... As things are translated and rewritten over and over again, they are changed into different things, varying in different ways. While this same play and telephone principle here applies to any book or anything that's been written by man as well. So that includes all religious texts because all religious texts in this world are written down by man. Now, the events that inspired these texts, that is up for debate whether they even happened or not. But the only thing we know, in fact, in this day and age is that those, like the Bible, the Quran, all these holy texts were written down by mankind. And so they are a product of mankind. And the belief systems that they propagate are that of mankind, they are written by mankind. Now the purpose of religion. Is to. Provide a moral structure. For society. M- mankind in it's uh, bare nature. Is not born with a good moral structure. Or not a moral structure. That is suitable for living in a population with one another. I mean think about it. If you as a child. Well, I don't know your history or nothing like that, but hypothetically, if you as a child were not raised with the morals and values and the do's and do nots that your parents or whoever raised you gave you, you probably would have grown up to be a savage. Because that is, uh, if we have no direction to be something other than savages we are savages so religion provides this moral structure like for example treat thy neighbor how thy want to be treated or you know things like that the principles and rules that religions lay down for practitioners of those religions are that moral guide that serves to help society get along with one another. Now, that is not entirely true all the time because we see people getting in wars over religion, over religions that are very similar in their teachings and their guidelines for how people who practice religion should act, and yet it's apparently worth killing each other over. So you got to remember, religion is man-made and there's nothing wrong with practicing an idea system but it, it comes down to any other thing anything that's too extreme is too much it's too bad it does too much harm if you literally think that your religion or your idea system is the only right and superior to all and that all should practice your particular idea system you're just wrong and that's just how it is even if we're not thinking about religion. If you are thinking about, huh, so what constitutes is a good moral? Well, not killing other people is a good moral. Not stealing is a good moral. Treating others equal is a good moral. And all these things are found in religion. Just uh, something to connect the dots for you there. So right now, we're going we're gonna to take every religion in the world. Like every single one. And we're going to throw them all into a pot. And I'm going to demonstrate for you how similar all these religions are. Now, mind you, I'm mostly referring to, like, major religions. But most religions do share common motifs. For example, the great flood that in the ancient past of man water engulfed the entire world. And there was no land, for it was a great flood. And you see this probably most common you know it as like noah the ark the world flooded and noah got in his ark a flood is mentioned in the quran in uh, hinduism when the world was great flooded it started as a big ball of water all the deities of the pantheon got together and they churned a giant serpent to make land for everyone so they create life um in the popovu which is uh Kind of like the Bible of the Mayan culture. They mention a great flood at in their creation story. There's a great flood. Yes, flooding is a very common theme among religions. Another theme is ritualistic practice. All religions in the world have a manner of ritual associated with them. Going to church. Praying. Praying in a certain direction. Um, sacrifices sacrificing things to gods or deities or demons or whatever all religions have rituals associated with them i mean prayer is a ritual and that's the main method of worship so every time you worship you're performing a ritual taking body of christ is a ritual meditating is a ritual, and on and on and on. Pretty much anything associated with practicing a religion is a ritual. Another common theme is that there is a higher power, and there is a messenger or a prophet for that higher power. For example, Jesus for uh, Christianity, and Muhammad for Islam, and for, uh, in Hinduistic religions, their prophets tend to be incarnations, human incarnations or avatars of the gods themselves. Uh, same applies like for Mayan culture, uh, they just had two two brothers that were like straight up prodigies that <laughs> the, that that's an interesting one. If you ever want to read a good holy text, I recommend checking out the Popol Vuh siddhartha Gautama, and i totally botched that name by the way but uh the buddha he was the prophet for buddhism although it should be noted that in buddhism like the higher they most uh branches of buddhism do accept like higher powers like gods or asuras which are like demon versions of those gods but the higher power in uh, Buddhism is enlightenment or what what the human being can evolve their soul into. Another similarity between most religions is a doctrine or a holy text that pretty much explains that particular religion. And the last but most important similarity between every single religion on this earth is what happens After the human being dies. Uh, In Christianity. You go to heaven. Same for Islam. Judaism. In uh, religions like Hinduism. And Buddhism. They believe in this thing called. Samsara. And you probably know that as. Internal reincarnation. Until you reach a point of enlightenment. In which case you escape. That cycle of reincarnation. Not everyone but a lot of people in this world grew up practicing a certain religion and odds are in favor that you probably still practice that same religion that you were raised on. And this is something I like to call a generational belief system. And it's how religions stay alive. Why there's different different populations of people have different beliefs. And it has to all do with parents have a baby and that baby becomes a christian or a muslim or whatever and this generational belief system really fuels this i am right mentality with religion and not just religion uh political beliefs philosophical beliefs moral beliefs all these things can be passed down from parent to child and then from that child to their child. And then ask yourself, why is there war? Well, war exists because everybody thinks that they are right. And the truth is, nobody is right. No idea, and I'm not talking about scientifically, but no plain idea is better than any other idea that any human can think of in this world. So long as it's not like Malvolent. Speaking of Malvolence, What is truly malevolent is this idea and infrastructure of organized religion. And now, organized religion is not religion. A religion is an idea system. Organized religion is profiting off an idea system. You don't need to go to church to pray to God. You don't need to donate money in order to be more successful in your own religion. Humans indeed need moral structure. And I feel that most religions provide a good moral structure. But if we're coming to blows over differences in what the real story is, then I would say that religion is ultimately compromised. I mean, when you practice religion... You're practicing an idea system, and there are many different idea systems in this world. A war in the name of God is a war in the name of philosophy, and if we're killing each other over ideas, if we're discriminating each other over ideas, then we have really failed as a human race. So keep that in mind, even if you don't agree with a religion that someone practices that it's all right so long as it's like not a cult or something. That It's okay to think differently and do perform different rituals and believe in different gods. But when we get in wars over things that are ultimately made up and written by man, there's something very wrong going on. Anyways, that's the end of this podcast. We have a website, mentalmichigan.com and have a nice day.